Hello, my warriors out there. Thank you for desiring to listen to my podcast. In this podcast, I am going to tell my story of Lyme disease and what that journey was like. I feel that I have so many new followers and new people inquiring about their own health issues that because it's Lyme Disease Awareness Month, I feel called to share my story through a podcast versus a blog versus a Facebook post versus a YouTube video because those get banned, censored, everything you can think of to be compromised. So I felt, why not just make a podcast and just tell my story? I love to tell stories. That's why I have this podcast, so that I can connect to other warriors, um, have other awakened warriors resonate with their experience right now, connect with other empathic people and those that have struggled with um, pharmaceutical abuse, lies from allopathic doctors. And that's where my journey (laughs) begins with telling my story of Lyme disease. So I've shared in previous podcasts about what it, what compromises the immune system and all the side effects and what happens to us when we are living this toxic existence with a compromised immune system, trying to um, co-regulate toxicity, chemicals, metals, poisons. Um, But going through the journey, I experienced that, you know, in the end, our bodies are perfect. Our bodies were created to co-regulate and manage these bacterias and viruses and pathogens, but not man-made pathogens and poisons and chemicals. (laughs) The human body wasn't created to, to chelate it, to function with it. It doesn't know what to do with it. It doesn't recognize it. So when you have a compromised immune system, Um, you don't get along so well with this world. You don't get along with lots of things. And uh, my journey with Lyme disease, I didn't even know I had Lyme disease my entire life. And apparently I got infected with an infection when I was very young, 10 years old, maybe younger, from a mosquito. And I had already experienced and gone through different levels of emotional and physical and sexual trauma by that age. So I was already compromised. So my poor little body could not handle bacteria in my gut, bacteria in my body. Uh, My immune system was just fighting really hard to manage and co-regulate it all that by the time I was 10, I was having chronic gut pain, chronic stomach pain, up all night with stomach aches, couldn't go to the bathroom, always constipated or the opposite, having major diarrhea, um, just complaining all the time. And going to the doctors at that time, my mom was taking me to the doctors and it was, you know, tests and finding out, oh, you're backed up, you're constipated. Okay, well, why am I constipated? Oh, you're lactose intolerant. Okay, well, that that was okay. I mean, I think all humans are lactose intolerant. So take the milk away. That didn't solve the problem. Um, I just stayed away from milk and have since, since, (laughs) since I was like 10. Um, but the stomach pain, the constipation, the diarrhea, none of that stopped. Um, by the time I started menstruating at 14 years old, I was having severe cramps And I have two other sisters and they weren't experiencing the same level of pain I was. Mine was so debilitating. 
um, I would hemorrhage, like bleed so much that I was basically like peeing in the toilet, just letting blood just fall out. Um, I I know this is TMI, but I had to change my pad out like every hour because it was just so flooded. Um, Blood clots, like you, like liver chunks. It was crazy. And, um, you know, just no one really believing in the level of pain I was suffering with because even till this day, I can honestly tell you that even with the Lyme pain and inflammation I had throughout my entire body, still doesn't touch the pain I had when I was struggling during my menstrual periods in high school. It was so, I don't even have the word for it. It felt like torture. I mean, Lyme was torture, but this uterus pain that radiated throughout my entire body was just horrific. I couldn't go to school. I'd have to skip class. I was on codeine, high levels of ibuprofen, started smoking weed. Weed was probably the only thing that helped uh, make the pain livable um, to go to school if I wasn't on, you know, coding from people getting drugs to manage my pain then by the time I was a senior I was having like these weird episodes of feeling dissociated from my body or from where I was it was like I was sitting in a crowded room yet I felt separate from my body um it felt like like being on a drug like a psych like acid or something and I'm just like wait a minute I'm totally sober what is going on here I remember trying to explain it to um, the school nurse and she just looked at me like I was crazy. And after that experience, I was traumatic being denied what I was experiencing because it was I was so scared um, that I didn't go home and tell my family. I didn't go home and tell anybody. I just thought you're just weird. You've always had problems with your body. You just know pain kept that in. So there was so much at that time. By the time I was 18, I had been suppressing in my body emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, infections, Um, And, you know, without the awareness and the knowledge, (laughs) I mean, what do you do? And so I'm getting married and having babies. And as soon as I'm having babies, I start having vertigo, start having heart issues. They tell me I have to be on heart medication and thyroid medication and depression pills because you have postpartum and I'm on Xanax and I'm on Lexapro and then Zoloft and sleeping pills. And, I'm, you know, how do they let this mothers be on drugs like you know the fact that there's millions of mothers breastfeeding babies right now taking medications um i am grateful that i wasn't on medications when i was pregnant or breastfeeding all the poison came afterwards so i feel grateful in that aspect but the symptoms kept progressing um I was a I'm a hairdresser and I baked and I was cleaning all day and playing with the kids and building things and my body felt amazing all the time and so it wasn't until man 2010 2009 after my hist- I had a, I had to have an emergency uh, hysterectomy at 30 years old because I was hemorrhaging through the marina. I had one of those, you know, things to help you from not getting pregnant. I don't know why I was I was using that to control the pain and my periods, not trying to not get pregnant because I already had a difficulty trying to get pregnant. I mean, I was told I was never going to have babies and I ended up having two. So there's that. Um, and getting that hysterectomy cut off a lot of nerves from the cut and the incision and then sewing it back up I had no feeling in my stomach uh, my vaginal area for 
couple years, it was really odd feeling whenever I would try to touch my stomach or my husband would touch my stomach. Um, you know, you don't feel something there. It's just like, it's like your mind and your body still kind of has the memory. Your cells have the memory of the feeling, which is also kind of cool. Um, and so once the start, the, the, the symptoms started to creep in, I started seeing chiropractors and why is this nerve pain happening? Why is my arm going numb? Why are my fingers going numb? Why do I have this buzzing going down my fingers and going to different doctors, um, and not really getting answers just like, Oh, you have a pinched nerve or, Oh, you have this or, Oh, you have that. Um, until a fender bender with my family, nobody got affected but me because I have carry malformation and, um, that derailed my entire life. I couldn't move out of bed for three weeks. I was on high levels and doses of muscle relaxers and pain relaxers. Um, it was crazy. So then I started to get a little better. I started seeing, going to acupuncturists and chiropractors and getting massage, you know, all the practitioners that Western medicine doctors send you to, to manage, you know, the real way. Um, but that didn't really help me either. So then I got, I started to feel sick a couple months after the car accident while I was seeing acupuncturists and dealing with the pain from the accident. And my doctor gives me the flu shot. I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't think anything twice. I mean, I was already brainwashed. I wasn't awake yet. I was like, okay, so I take the flu shot. And <laughs> from that day forward, I suffered from chronic diarrhea, chronic fevers, chronic fatigue, fatigue that I don't even want to call fatigue. It was like sandbags on my body where I couldn't even move it. Uh, there were days, certain days that certain body parts would literally stop working, go completely numb. I had a cane, um, at one point on tons of pharmaceuticals for that. It was like, Oh, you have MS and you have lesions and you have fibromyalgia and you might have lupus. And here's this medication. Here's Lyrica. Here's gabapentin. Here's more medications. Oh my God. And it just kept getting worse until I just, you know, I've said this is in the story in my blog that I've been telling over and over again for four years, but I'll say it again because I feel like there's a new crowd and a new wave of people that are going to take this information and do something with it. I had, I reconnected with an old friend and she called it out. I met her, met up with her at my old, at my high school reunion and she, blew my mind with when I, you know, she asked me how I was and I was telling her all the medications I was on and all the diagnoses I was living with. And she was like, Oh my God, no, you have Lyme disease. And I was like, what the fuck is Lyme disease? I don't, I, I've never heard of it. And then she's telling me, I'm like, well, I was never bit by a tick. And she's like, Oh my gosh, it's so beyond that. And so for months she tried to get me to go see a naturopath. And at the time my husband and I were like, Oh, naturopaths are quack. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just going to take our money because insurance doesn't cover it. There's a reason why insurance doesn't cover it. <laughs> you know, like the whole backwards mentality that we were all brainwashed to believe was true. Um, I was, I became, I, I began to get curious. I wanted to know what the naturopath was going to tell me. And so I did, I booked that session with the naturopath and I got all my answers. Like she did body talk and kineology and was talking to my body and testing all these different infections and different bug bites and all this stuff. And everything came back that I had heavy metals in my bloodstream, high levels of mold toxicity, um, sparachetes, co-infections, EBV, toxins, candida overgrowth. Oh my God, it was insane. And it was like stuff I'd never heard of. And 
Um, but it all made sense. So of course, when most people get diagnosed with something, they go home, they go down the rabbit hole, they get on Google and they start Googling it, right? And then you get your death sentence labeled on your forehead. Um, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to die of a, of a, of a terminal incurable disease. Um, but I was willing to try to survive and, um, it was really hard because naturopathic medicine is very expensive here in the States. It's very difficult to, to, you know, um, afford it. And they do that on purpose. They literally leave us only one option available for us to do any, to, to attack our health and our medical issues. Um, which is criminal. It's crimes against humanity because when you do, you, you, the real methods are very difficult to come by. The real methods are all out of pocket. <laughs> so it's like these, there's very sick, poor people that are like, well, I wish I could, but I don't have the money. My insurance doesn't cover that. And it's just like so criminal to me because that's what it came to at the end of the road. I became so desperate and was like, all right, I've been hitting it with this naturopath for a year, going, you know, spending all these thousands of dollars doing all these herbal protocols and these IVs that I'm dragging my body to do every week, which was insane because I wasn't getting any better. And I became suicidal. And it was like, I don't know, anyone that gets slapped with the label of MS, ALS, Lyme disease, I mean, it's like a death sentence when you're, because they're, they, we've been plagued with, there's no cure. It's just a condition and you're going to die from it. And millions have died from it. But I was just so lost and didn't want to fight anymore uh, that I basically <laughs> lined up all my pills and I was going to take them all. And I fell to my knees and surrendered to a power much greater than me. I didn't know. I was basically, I mean, I really shouldn't have done that, but I was testing God. I was like, if you're real and there's a purpose behind this, if there's a reason why I'm suffering like this, did I do something wrong? Am I doing something wrong that I'm not, you know, like doing your will? Am I missing something? Because if I am and I'm not, I want to do it. And if I'm not, then can we just end this? Because this isn't the mother I want my children to have. This isn't the wife I want my husband to have. Um, and I did. I fell to the ground crying like a baby through a tantrum, was banging on the floor, screaming that it wasn't fair. And I wanted to, to I, I was willing to just sacrifice anything and everything to heal. And like in my previous blog and podcast, I share what that experience was like when I did surrender and the visions that came to me and the path that opened up and the books that were laid in my lap and everything that this universe was doing to speak to me, to lead me. I believe spirit and the Holy Spirit was literally leading me every single day. Um, and then that same friend ended up going to Mexico and being cured herself. So I was like, wow, everything I'm reading aligns with these stem cells and, and chelating the body and renewing of the mind and, you know, reprogramming all the false programming that we were all programmed with since birth. Uh, you know, a topic a lot of people don't want to talk about, but our thoughts and our beliefs run our entire system like a computer. Our cells and our very essence only respond to what we believe and what we think and how, how our thoughts are processed. It's a knowledge that we were suppressed. We weren't allowed to know the actual miracles behind us being able to ignite the own, our own healing ability. And that, you know, about like quantum physics and quantum healing and the fact that we're so powerful and they've made us think that we're victims and that we're these poor, weak, uh, you know, just sad individuals. Like the human race is so sad when we're actually like freaking human superheroes. And 
I, when I got to Mexico, because I was determined to get, nobody believed what my naturopathic doctor was telling me. Nobody believed in the muscle testing that I had heavy metals and I had mold and all this stuff. And so I was determined to get the tests to, to prove it, to validate it. I didn't even necessarily want to go to Mexico for the treatments. I wanted to go for the dark field test. I wanted to go to see it for my own eyes. What was trying to kill me? And that is what I got. <laughs> I got that, that, feel, that video. I got it all recorded. I got to see the metals. I got to see the spirochetes. I got to see the things that were earthly made pathogens versus the man-made bioweapons that literally went off in my body when my body had one last trauma it could not exist with anymore my body just couldn't do it and millions of people are walking around with these nanoparticles robotic bugs and it depends on every it's going to take some kind of trauma for it to get, get ignited, to, to, to just explode in that person's body. And then they start getting fatigue and they start getting numb pain. They start getting tingling things in their body and they start going to the doctor. And then the doctor sends them to a neurologist and then the neurologist sends them to a psychologist. And it's a fucking rigged web you get caught in, like a fly in a spider web. Once you're in it, you're stuck unless somebody in your life literally tears the web down and saves you. And I feel like that's what I'm trying to do is bring awareness so that I can break the web of lies so that the illusion can break down of what's really happening in the human body with people that suffer with chronic illness or chronic pain or chronic fatigue. And, you know, oh my gosh, it's so much. And I've just tried to break it up in pieces and share through posts and blogs and content and memes. But you know, what else can I do? I, I, I've already made videos. I, every video I've made about Lyme disease on my YouTube channel gets removed. It doesn't even get uploaded. So I have to continuously get creative to share my story. Um, ever since 2019, I don't have any Lyme symptoms. I don't have any neurological symptoms. I don't have any chronic inflammation. Like, I literally feel like I'm living in somebody else's body. And I know that's hard for people that struggle for years and years, if not decades of Lyme disease, chronic illness, and to hear me try to say, but it can change. And then try to say, have you ever done brain rewiring? Have you ever done like all these things that have nothing to do with taking an herb or detoxing or an IV? It, it's like everything else, like the quantum field. That's a subject nobody knows, nobody even understands. But that needs to be healed. Your spirit needs to be healed. Things need to be eradicated and chelated out of the body and in the brain for you to even become awakened to who your authentic self is, what your purpose is. So oh, it's been a wild ride. Um, but to be on the other side now is even kind of scarier because I have to be witness now and deal with the psychosis of people's knowledge of what it's gonna take for them to get better. Listening to their victim stories of, oh, I need this for my thyroid and I need this medication, this, and this medication keeps me alive. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember that reality. I remember thinking that all these medications were keeping me alive and if I didn't take them, I'd be dead, which was the biggest lie of them all. They were actually slowly killing me to the fact that I had to go pay thousands of dollars to get all of it out of my body. And then once all of it was out, oh, all of a sudden I'm normal again. I'm healthy. I can function like what? So for me, it's like, oh my gosh, all we have to do is renew our subconscious minds and honor 
our bodies as sacred temples by chelating it and not putting in it putting anything in our body that taints it chronically honoring your body will keep you away from getting sick getting cancers i mean cancer is another podcast cancer is all from unresolved traumas and emotions and abuse (laughs) yeah maybe i should do a podcast about that but that's my story of lyme disease and my fight to not settle my fight to not make an agreement with any of those diagnoses my fight to not give in my fight to never settle basically i didn't care how crazy the method was i didn't because you know what it did look crazy to people in my life they're like holy shit she's off her rocker she's doing what she's going to mexico they're gonna do what and i'm like you guys don't find it a little crazy that i've been sick and crazy from what they're doing here what they're giving me here like hello so you guys all want me to stay doing that you guys want me to succumb to the labels I just, I think some of us were chosen to be warriors with a spirit within us to never settle and to not be okay with human suffering. Um, I'm being bombarded right now with family members reaching out to me because their family members that took the new jab are now being diagnosed with ALS, fibromyalgia, neurological issues, heart issues. Um, They're losing their way of life. I mean, their lives have been permanently altered. They think it's been permanently altered until they read my posts and they're like, wait a minute something in her words resonate with my spirit i want to keep fighting i want to know that i can get better and i'm getting messages and i'm taking calls all day talking to these people that are now in wheelchairs using canes from the jab it's lyme disease part two lyme was created in the late 60s and 70s 90 percent of people that are struggling with lyme disease are in their 40s That was due to our vaccines and everything and people having sex with each other and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it created like, I mean, it's another level of AIDS and AIDS is just uh, (laughs) having a compromised immune system. And, you know, the glory behind all that is it's all lies. It's all misleading because there's ways to rebuild the immune system. There's ways for people with AIDS to get out of AIDS. There's people like me and millions of others that have cured their Lyme disease. Once we fix the organs, once we reprogram the nervous system, build the immune system, clear out the body, change the cellular activity. I mean, you can become anything. And it's crazy that I get so compromised from just sharing that and wanting to give solutions to people. But I know that the, you know, big brother and the system, they don't like solutions. They are the only ones allowed to have the solution. And the solution comes in a pill as a mask or an injection or no surgery. So yeah, that's my story with Lyme disease and how I overcame it and how I have escaped all the lies and was able to wake up to see the truth and what's really going on in reality. And I can honestly say I wouldn't have been able to do that without doing brain rewiring and subconscious reprogramming because a lot of a lot of the lies were keeping my body stuck and a lot of the traumas that I had experienced um, that they were still unresolved. They were still vibrating in my cells, blocking my body from healing, keeping my immune system compromised. So anyone out there that struggles with a chronic illness and you've done all these protocols and you detox and you do all these things, if you have not addressed your subconscious mind and your traumas, 
you will stay stuck like a broken record. And the only way you can take that broken record off and put a new one on to play a new song, a new version of you, a new way to heal is by literally changing it on a subconscious level. And that's what I do with the modality Psyche K and um, many different uh, modalities for quantum healing tools and methods and techniques to change our man magnetic field. It's basically epigenetics. We can change our gene expression. We can clear out and change our DNA. We can literally change and transform our existence of who we used to be and become a different version of us. That's what I'm here for. I'm like a conduit for transformation and healing and giving them portals of different ways to do it <laughs> and a door out of big pharma and all the corruption and toxicity. Thanks guys so much for listening. I appreciate and honor all of you. Keep up the good fight. Keep speaking your truth. Keep honoring your bodies. And turn to the creator. Turn to God if you need help and protection. And if you need help with modalities and techniques to clear your energy centers, protect your magnetic field, reach out to me. I will teach you. Be well, warriors. Stay grounded. <laughs>